You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Division. Uh, super fun because it plays a lot like Destiny, but is put together better. It's like they delayed it. Uh, they they delayed the release a couple times, mm-hmm. and I think that's solely because they were like, "Well, we see what's happening with Destiny, and so let's let's change some things." We need to I, capitalize. I, I on think. This. I think. I I have no evidence to support this. Okay, so it's a Tom Clancy game. Yes. And the only thing I know about Tom Clancy games is I suck at them. <laughs> They're not quite Call of Duty. Right. Um, and they're not quite Battlefield. Yeah. There's something a little more strategic to it. What is, I mean, I know this isn't 8-Bit Gladiators, <laughs> but what is what is this about? What is this is so, Are there like zombies and no, shit? No, no. So what's happened is, is like a virus or flu, something like smallpox, has, has there's an outbreak in uh, New York, and the city is shut down and on quarantine. And so, and like they send in Kurt Russell. They should. Uh, I don't quite know how, but like you know, the majority of the population has either left New York or is dead. But yet, there are still people there that are unaffected. But now it's like martial law. Like there is like no like New York cops or anything like that. There is a group called the. I think that's the JT the division. The, oh. No, the JTL, which is like <laughs> the JGL. No, <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of Joseph Gordon. That's right, around. man. That's right. They're all going around on bicycles, just you know, fucking shit up. Uh, no, but so, but so <laughs> we have to talk about that movie someday. I've never watched it. I never premium watched rush. It. Yeah, never watched it. Oh my god, it's so fun. Yeah, it's like I saw the previous. And I was like, well, maybe when it hits Netflix, and then like I don't know, I just never got around to it. But so, anyways, there's. I, I don't. I guess they're a government organization that's trying to bring back order to New York during all this chaos and trying to find a cure for this outbreak. And you're part of an elite group called the Division. Okay. And so, like, you know, like the JTL will sit there and be like, "Oh, we're having trouble with like, you know." You know, so, I can't. You I can't know, say that I without know. me laughing. I know, but the problem is, I don't. I forget what. Like they explained what it stands for, but I was like, I, I, I don't remember. Uh, but so, like, you know, they're essentially like, they're like, oh, we're having trouble securing, like, this point to regain this territory. And it's like, okay, we'll help you out, you know. And, like, you're, like, the elite force that comes in. You know, um, it's, it is, like, I mean, it plays a I mean, yeah, if you've played a Tom Clancy game and you like Tom Clancy games, you're really going to like it. Because it's, it's the typical Tom Clancy game, but an open world environment. Well, that, and that's new for Tom Clancy. Yes, stuff. very new. Very new. It's not just, like, here's point A, point B, point C. You know, uh, so it's an open world Tom Clancy game, which, you know, is I'm I'm having, you know, there are things I like about that. And there are things I don't like about Tom Clancy games. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like I like how like you can take cover behind I uh, like, you know, like cars and stuff. But then like the mechanics, it's like, okay, well, I hit a and I take cover. I should hit a again to get out to get out of cover. Nope. No. Nope. Like the, I don't. I have to double tap A and do like a little barrel roll on the ground <laughs> in order to get out from behind cover. That seems unnecessary. It really does. Like there are some mechanics that I'm like, okay, guys, like you should have flushed this out. And you know, every I don't think you know there is such a thing as a perfect game. But, but you know, Bioshock it, Infinite. I never played it. Oh, dude. I never played any of the Bioshocks. Oh, dude. You know, is. Well, you're in luck because the Bioshock collection is going to be coming out. Oh, is it? Yeah, and it's they're packaging all of them for the next gen systems. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah. Now, is it just like where they're just updating graphics and making it compatible? I don't know. I don't know if they're updating the graphics or if we're just going to get what was already made. Okay. Uh, either way, I mean, it's still beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but there is definitely a gap. You can always tell when you go back and play like a 360 game mm-hmm. because. They're making more and more titles reverse uh, backwards compatible yeah. and releasing them on the Xbox Live yep. Arcade. And if you already owned it, it you, just kind of shows up on your yep, list. I got port the first portal. Yeah. And so I go back and I'll play some of those. and I'm like, ooh, yeah, this is noticeable. Like Shadow Complex, which I thought was really good. I had it on the backwards compatibility, and they just released Shadow Complex Remastered. Oh. And I was watching some of the some Twitch players, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, graphically, this thing's been updated a little bit. It's still the same play style. It's just <laughs> that they, they took some time to kind of update everything. It's uh, it's a cool world that we live in this future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'm sorry. I'm eating while moving. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I stopped on the way and I got a Frosty from Wendy's. <laughs> Wendy's. <laughs> Home of the Frosty. <laughs> Sponsor of the Next Wave Radio Network. <laughs> this is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. I'm Jeff. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Um, sometimes they're bad movies. Sometimes they're really good movies. Sometimes they're movies <laughs> that I don't know where to put them. Uh, whatever the case may be. We will watch something every week and then come back here and dissect it, cut it apart, uh, criticize it, and talk about it with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners. Uh, obviously, Joel is still out. Um, <laughs> Trying to avoid small soldiers. He just does so not want to watch small I soldiers. I know. Uh, and like, and the thing is, now you cannot do that movie with anyone but Joel. It has to be. It has to be. Yeah. Right. I, it, you know what, guys? <laughs> okay, for real. Uh we just haven't been able to work the schedules out. Yep. Joel's had a lot of work and stuff that's come up. I just don't want anybody to be like, man, that fucking guy just doesn't come on the show anymore. His schedule's getting wonky, and there's we just haven't had any way that we could adjust our schedules right. so that way we can kind of fit everything together. Right. So that's what's going on. Joel will be back soon. I miss him. <laughs> we love him. <laughs> it was funny going back and listening to last week's the Jay and Silent Bob episode because at the end when you're doing like the website stuff you're like I don't know if that's a bit when he keeps getting it wrong I was like Jesus man I forgot he laid in a Joel pretty fucking hard well dude because like sometimes it's I, I really I really can't tell like I mean because like because there was a point there where he like I was like I think he's screwing up one of the it was either the Twitter or the URL of the website on it seemed like he was doing it on purpose so that way like because they're two different ones uh and like i just couldn't tell if he was doing it so that way it stood out and mm -hmm. you like recognize it more or if like every week he really was like wait a minute which one's this <laughs> and so like you know yeah <laughs> just like joel like we have paper <laughs> write it down i love you joel <laughs> i'm not gonna come down on you like this guy is uh all right so this week we had three choices almost four Oh we, well, because uh, I had I texted you because Sarah was going to join us too, right? Uh, but the baby was going to bed as it was time to come on out. So oh, what? it was like, all right, well, let's let the baby sleep. <laughs> let the baby sleep. Uh, and so, uh, so what were the choices again? It was Left Behind. Yep. The the remake of the Kirk Cameron Christian movie or whatever with Nick Cage. Yep. Uh, what was the other one? Um, the Nanny Diaries. Yeah, which with I've... Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans. Oh really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Black Ooh. Widow and Captain America wow. in a rom com. Wow. Okay. Uh, I was going to put Zathura up on the block because I was I like, "Well, know. that's interesting. I've never seen that I one." I don't know that one. It's Jum Have you seen Jumanji? Yes. It's Jumanji, but the board game they play is in space now. It's, okay. it's, it's a it's a spaceman board game. It's almost exactly Jumanji. <laughs> okay. For at least if I were to judge it by the commercial, Zathura is just a sci fi Jumanji. Okay. Uh, but then we ended up deciding we would watch Kung Fury. Which I thought, because I had seen somewhere uh, that there is like a cheap ripoff of like the Kung Fu Panda movies. Uh -huh. So when you throw it, so like you, you, you had listed Kung uh, Fury and, uh, and, and Name Diaries. Diaries and Left Behind. And I was like, oh, let's do Left Behind, like fucking a bad Nick Cage movie. All right. And then you watch the trailer. Yeah, and you're, you're like, but you're like, really not Kung Fury? I'm like, well, no, dude, I don't want to watch a shitty, like, I know some, I know part of this is doing shitty movies, but I was like, I don't want to watch like a cheap ripoff. And then you were like, no, watch the trailer. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, yes, yes. And uh, I definitely believe that uh, we made the uh, right decision. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I definitely believe this episode's going to be longer than the damn movie. Uh, yeah, guys, Kung Fury is only 31 minutes long. Yep. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Kung Fury. Kung Fury was a, uh, it's a Swedish martial, martial arts action movie. Um, it was made in, last year, 2015. Mm -hmm. And guys, okay, guys. This uh this movie's outrageous. And it it's... started it was a it was a Kickstarter movie. Yep. Uh you may have seen the video go around and it was this uh like where an arcade machine comes to life <laughs> and these guys walk up to a police car or whatever and he's like, Hey, what are you doing with those guns? Or do you have permits for those guns? <laughs> Guy throws his, his skateboard on the ground and it goes underneath the police car. He's like, Here's my permit and he just stomps on the skateboard and it launches <laughs> the cop car into the air and they shoot it and it blows up. 
Kung Fury shows up on the scene. This is the guy. This guy's name is Kung Fury. He shows up. He's driving like this uh, this Ferrari. Just leaps it in the air and gets out and gets up on the roof and is just shooting away at this arcade machine. Uh, it's crazy. This it's it craziness. It is fucking out there, man. And if you think you have it figured out while you're watching it, if you think you know what's going to happen next, <laughs> you're fucking wrong. You're so wrong. You're so like. This is a very unpredictable movie in such a pleasant way. Yes. I mean, like, just like, I don't think, like, I mean, because it's, it's just such a parody and a satire of so many things that you're just like, this is ridiculous and over the top. But it does it, like, the only thing I can kind of think of is, like, it's kind of like in the same style of, like, airplane and the naked gun movies just cranked up yeah just, just like we're not only going to go over the top but we're going to take it to 11 mm -hmm. you know and oh man yeah is i i i uh god so good so here's the deal uh they they put together a kickstarter um at the end of december 2013 mm -hmm. through the beginning of 2014 so two months it was two months they were looking for two hundred thousand dollars they reached six hundred and thirty, uh, six hundred and thirty thousand nineteen dollars, but still fell short of the million dollar feature film length yep. budget. So that's why this movie's thirty minutes long, thirty one, thirty minutes long. But I also <laughs> feel like it really played that the thirty one minute runtime plays to its strengths. Uh, I agree. In fact, there was, a, and I didn't know how long this thing was until mm -hmm. after it finished. And, <laughs> and, but at some point while we were watching, I was like. Oh my God, Sarah! There's no way this movie can be more than like a half hour to forty five minutes. Yeah, they cannot keep this up yeah. for an hour and a half. What are they going to do? Uh, and lo and behold, it was just a half hour. Yeah. Uh, oh my God! Like the, the dialogue. It, I mean, the, it, not that this dialogue is awesome. Like it's not good dialogue, but it works for what's going on right. in this movie. Right. Because because I think I mean. Uh, I, I I just don't know what the fuck to say about okay, this so, thing other than just watch it. Like, so it, it's all done like it's a like an old nineteen eighties action film, right? It's got like bad synthesizer score. Yep. Uh, sometimes while the movie's going on, you'll see like a tracking bar come yes, up, which is so great, <laughs> so great because I mean like it's very obvious that it's it's a, uh, it takes place in the eighties, like you know, is they really got down the look and, like, the and like you know, the surroundings of, like, what, like, the 80s would look 80s like. 80s Miami. The yeah. tropes of an 80s action movie. Yes. All yes. thrown into this thing. Yes. Uh, but I really love how creative they were with using that tracking bar at the beginning mm. where he shows up. <laughs> okay, first off, all shit is breaking. It's like hell is broken loose in the city. And we cut to this penthouse apartment, and there's this girl. She sits down next to this guy who's got this red bandana on, and she, like, touches his arm, and he's like, that's my bicep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, because, like, you see that in so many 80 action films where, like, after, like, the hero, after, like, a hard day goes home and, like, there's, like, the, the you know, his, his lady and yeah. she comes up and, like, grabs his arm and, like, like snuggle with him on the couch. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, that's my arm. And so... He sees what's going on. He sees, like, all hell's breaking loose. And she's like, where are you going? And he's like, to do my job. <laughs> and he walks out, like, onto the roof of the penthouse and just jumps off and shoots down at his car. He shoots his car twice. The door opens up and he just slides in. And it's a side-opening door. Yes, like, yes. It's, it's an up, like the DeLorean. Not quite like the DeLorean, but it no, looks, it's, it's a, one of those doors that slides up like a Ferrari. Yeah, right? no, that's exactly what car it is. Well, I mean, it's definitely modeled after like a 1980s like Ferrari that like you, you, you're you used to seeing. Whenever you've seen, you've been over to some dude's house yeah. and he has a picture, a poster of a Ferrari on his wall, <laughs> that's, the car. that's the car. That's the car. So he, he shows up, fights this arcade machine. Laser Unicorns is this arcade game. And, like, this guy loses the game, and the game tells him, fuck you. 
<laughs> and then he tr- it transforms and kills everybody. Like starts killing everyone, and like it it starts to lose power, so it starts sticking quarters in its own chest to like power up some more. This is so fucking ridiculous. Like I couldn't keep track of the shit that was going on in this film. I know, like a lot happens in a short amount of time. Right. I mean, and like just even in like single scenes, like uh-huh. a lot is going on. Yeah. Like, getting back to the tracking thing, Kung Fury shows up. Starts fighting this arcade machine that we see like tracking, and we see like they're now on top of a construction crane and they're fighting, or they're they're here. At one point, Kung Fury, we do the tracking thing, and Kung Fury's getting punched into a satellite, <laughs> <laughs> and then floats back towards the arcade machine. <laughs> and you know, there's a part of me that's like, God, I I really wish I could know how that happened. How did they get to that point? And then there's another part of me that doesn't give a fuck. No. Because this is awesome. No, there's no need to know. There's no need to know. I mean, oh my God. So, it's just ridiculous. So the fight ends, and he's like, game over. And he shoots the arcade game so, in the head. So many one-liners. And so we, we go back to the, the, uh, the, the police department. And he's getting chewed out by this, the the chief of police. And he's like, "You destroyed an entire city block." And uh, and at some point, he's like, "This, <laughs> this is the most random fucking thing." He's like, "This is your new partner, Triceracop." And it's just a, it's a person with a Triceratops head, and it's supposed to be his new partner. Why? Why is there a fucking dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> this is not the type of movie where you ask why, all right? Because, like, within the first 30 seconds, there are so many, like, what? Why? <laughs> like, you just have to, like, just, all right, this is this. This film's universe, there are, like, the dinosaurs, like that TV show, those 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 creatures exist. Yeah. You know, they're holding down normal day jobs. I just, I just love that there's no one else. There are no other dinosaurs anywhere in this fucking place. But there's this one tri- it's Triceracop. So Kung Fury's like, fuck this. I don't I don't need a I partner. Alone. <laughs> oh, because they're playing off the whole uh lethal I no, kind not lethal wolf. We're, we're like because Kung Fury's partner had died, had been oh my uh, God. killed, just horribly. <laughs> I'm like, no, yeah, like, no, like they, sh- like, I gotta say, for as low budget as it was, like the scene where, the, where like, his, uh, his partner gets chopped in down like the middle, but s- through the side of the middle. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, they, yeah. I don't, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how else to explain. Like, that. if you were to stand underneath a guillotine. Instead right. of hanging your neck down over it, exactly. If you were just to stand under it, and then it went yes. down and cut you in half that way. Yes, yes, cut you in half. Yeah, and uh, the, vertic- and the, yeah. yeah, vertically. And the back half of him falls down, and his tongue slides. Yes, it was the most disgusting thing. I know, <laughs> I know. But so because of this, he refuses to work with Triceracop, who is like obviously. <laughs> who's like supposed to be like this like you can just tell by the way like because they give Triceracop like a, is, was it like he's a, got a British accent yeah that's what I thought a British accent this is like what <laughs> now I don't want to and I know we've already spoiled quite a bit of this and uh, oh no no because no matter how detailed we get in our, the description nothing's gonna beat watching it no nothing no. so I mean just the way that it's put together guys there's like a point in this movie where <laughs> we <laughs> I, I'm jumping ahead. It just turns into an 80s cartoon. <laughs> it turns into a, like a G.I. Joe 80s cartoon. And he's he's confronted by his spirit animal, which is a cobra which that m- speaks with a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> which makes sense because uh, we, we should explain that he started, that Kun Fury started out as a normal cop. As a cop. But it turns out he is the chosen one for this new unbeatable style of kung fu yeah. that a certain bad guy is trying to harness. But it turns out he is the chosen one, and he receives his power by being in the back alley in Miami and simultaneously being struck by lightning and, and being by, by cobra, cobra at the same time. It's so fucked up. It is so fucked up. Like of like all, like of all the fucking like animals in the kingdoms. Like like just the fact that it was a cobra. 
in a back alley in Miami. I know. <laughs> so he's talking to this cobra spirit animal, and he's like, send me back. And he's like, I can't do that. He's like, then you're under arrest. Yeah. I, it, 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 was, it was also like they, it was the one scene where they broke the fourth wall because like – because he gets into the like it turns like it's a little like heaven like you know like yeah. post death sequence. Oh, you're talking about when the snake breaks yeah. the fourth yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's like, and it's the '80s cartoon. He's like, wow, this seems so real. real. And the snake's like, <laughs> yeah, really, and like looks directly at the camera and is like, all right. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> so at some point, <laughs> Kung Fury decides he needs to go back there's an attack on the police department <laughs> where this person calls up the chief well, of police I, I think at this point we can say can who we it say is. Yes. wait wait okay yeah go ahead uh yeah so uh the chief of police gets a random phone call from um none other than hitler <laughs> <laughs> who someone's listening to this podcast going you guys are making this up like this is a joke this podcast nope this is on netflix people watch it uh but yeah so hitler is uh somehow still alive and looks exactly the same way he did during world war ii and is now in miami and like steals like someone's like old 80 brick style cell phone <laughs> yes and calls calls the chief of police and just start shooting. Hitler starts shoots, shooting the phone, and the bullets are traveling <laughs> through the phone and kill the chief of police. And then our hero, Kung Fury, like is out, walking out of the police station as like he's like refusing to work with Triceracop, <laughs> and like the bullet kill the chief of police is now killed, and now bullets are flying everywhere oh out of God, the yeah. phone. And sure enough. Kung Fury takes one shot and shit like the equivalent of a headshot on a phone. <laughs> he stops it. Stops it. And then uh he they need to trace the call. And they're like, that that's impossible. I love that they said that that he's like, we need to trace that phone call. And someone's like, that's impossible. I'm like fucking bullets just came through the phone. I know. <laughs> Once again, this is not a movie you ask why, or like, you know, when two things don't match up. Like, this isn't this is not a continuity error. This is planned. <laughs> and so that's when a voice speaks up and goes, I can do it. <laughs> and we're introduced to Hacker Man. <laughs> Hacker Man. <laughs> And with Hacker Man's help, they find out that the call was placed by... And it's so funny, Hacker Man's like, okay, I'm getting someone. Someone named Adolf Hitler. And like, Fury's like, the worst criminal of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Con Fury realizes that in order to prevent his the chief of police from being murdered, he has to travel back in time and i love how he and hacker man are talking he's like gotta travel back in time like with a time machine <laughs> and he's like hacker man's just like oh you mean a, a time I machine can, i can hack time yes yes he's like i don't know if we can get a time machine but i can hack time <laughs> and i love then there's like a little montage of him hacking time and the thing that like i love the most is right before he like finishes hacking time it shows the computer screen it's like you're about to hack, hack time. time. Would you like to hack <laughs> Would time? Would you like to proceed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so then <laughs> our hero is... He stands on an old, old like, 80s keyboard, yes. like a Tandy co computer keyboard, stands on it, and Hacker Man's got his Nintendo Power <laughs> Glove on. And so they go ahead and they hack time. There's a little head nod, and like this portal opens up, and Kung Fury just floats into it. But then there's a problem. They've hacked too much time. <laughs> They've hacked too much time. <laughs> and they go way back in time. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So he ends up on this, like, he's, he's like on the shore of like a lake or whatever. And a velociraptor shows up and starts shooting laser beams out of its eyes. Laser raptors, I believe, is the technical term for it's them. Like, Fuck laser raptors! I've hacked too. I went too far back in time. Those are supposed to be extinct. <laughs> and then, uh, but luckily, uh, another hero arrives. Barbariana. Barbariana. And, uh, with, her, with her fucking minigun? <laughs> yes. 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 With her minigun and uh, while also riding. A it, giant wolf. Yes, a giant wolf. 
I love in the scene where he's like, what year is it? And she's like, it's the Viking Age. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute. So no one refers to it. Like we don't refer to this right now as like this is the human age. This is this is the this is the compute. This is the iPhone age. Yeah, this is the Apple age. No, no, we don't do that. <laughs> no, it's the Viking age with dinosaurs that shoot lasers out of their eyes. I like when she's like, "This is the Viking age," and he's like, "That explains the laser raptors." <laughs> <laughs> so he's introduced. She introduces him to Katana. You who is who? Wields a katana, go figure, but she rides a, I believe it's a T-Rex. Yes, yes. That is her method of transportation in this time period. So they're riding this fucking T-Rex, and they go to, like, they go hang out on top of a hill. They're supposed to be, I guess, waiting for Barbariana. And he tells her, he's like, I'm a cop. I'm from the future. I was supposed to go back to Nazi Germany, but I had too much time. I went too far back. And she's just like... I think I know someone who can help you. <laughs> and down comes the probably the most famous Viking god that we know of. And I believe they chose this god on purpose because of other uh, relevance to uh, current media. Oh, but, but how he shows up, how he arrives everywhere is kind of fucking great. He just like materializes. This giant materializes and just falls into a lake. And he's he's like, I am Thor. Look at my pecs. <laughs> I know. And then he's like, epic pecs, bro. <laughs> and then there is a scene for five seconds. There is five seconds of no dialogue, no audio, and it is just Thor flexing, flexing. his pecs. <laughs> so like. <laughs> Anytime you think that they're about to have to, like, stop down and figure out a way out of something. Right. No. Nope. The answer just presents itself. Yeah. And Thor's like, oh, I could send you into the future. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm not up on my Greek mythology. Oh, no, wait. This isn't Greek Norse. mythology. Norse. Norse mythology. Uh, I mainly know it from the Marvel Universe. <laughs> so, I. Uh, so yeah. So, I believe, uh, you know. But I don't think uh, Thor was the god of like time or anything like that. <laughs> no, I don't think there were laser raptors in the Viking Age either. Yeah, I don't know why I'm trying to rationalize it. <laughs> you can't help it. Like you keep coming back. You're like, what? Why? Uh, so he's about to go through the portal, and he gives these barbarian women his phone number, <laughs> and then hands them a phone, and it breaks in to like an eighty style commercial for cellular phones because he's like. Oh, here, here's my note. You can call me on this device. It's a te- and like and then like this cheesy like you know music bed that you would expect on yeah. any '80s commercial comes yeah. in, and he goes into this like rehearsed like little speech of like it's got a, it's got like a ten number memory for speed <laughs> dial, <laughs> yes. and it's portable, making it very easy to go inside any car. <laughs> That's so crazy. And then he just kind of like gives him a look, turns around, and goes into the portal. Yeah. And he's in Nazi Germany. Yeah. Not only is he in Nazi Germany, but, like, he's at, like, he arrives at the right location and, like, you know, it's at, it's at this big, uh, it's at this big big, Nazi rally. Yeah. yeah. Where uh, we should mention, like, Hitler in this has been trying to master the the Kung Fu. You mean the Kung Fuhrer? Yes. Yes. In (laughs) fact, he is known as the Kung Fuhrer, which also he's the actor. He's also the biggest named actor. Jorma Tacone. Yes. Part of the Lonely Island. Yes. Yes. Uh, If you don't recognize the name, if you saw uh, Hot Rod, Rod. he was Andy Sandberg's like stepbrother or little brother, (laughs) whatever he was. Cool beans. Yes. Yes. Is (laughs) the uh, one who wears the Heelys. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, th- then like what happens is Kung Fury just starts fighting every Nazi in the <laughs> compound. It's so funny how they've got like all these people, but like the footage is just kind of looped. Yeah, all these people in the background. But then he just like starts fighting people, ripping their arms off and beating them up with their own arms. He's like surfing on a guy. At one point, he's he's like he says something like "give give me a hand" or like you know something, and he rips a guy's arm off, uh-huh. starts swinging it like Thor's hand, like how Thor does when he's about to fly, uh-huh. and he uses the guy's <laughs> arm yes. as, uh, as a as propeller. propeller. And he's like, so he's now flying above this group of all these Nazis shooting down at them. Yes. (laughs) This all happened 
This and this all happened. I am not creative enough to make this <laughs> shit up. So like that's when Hitler is able to like get this uh, uh, this machine gun that pops out of his podium <laughs> and he kills Kung Fury and that's what leads to the animated sequence that we were talking right. about before. Right. And just when you think it's all over, <laughs> no, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> Kung Fury uh, gets up. Or what? No, no, no! Kung Fury doesn't get up yet. This is when his his friends yep. show up. Yep. That's right. This is when we see, and it doesn't explain it, but somehow, Hacker Man, Thor, Katana, and Bar- Barbariana, Barbariana, and Triceracop, and Triceracop. Remember, because Triceracop. That's has, right. Like they all have a bit. Oh, and the T Rex, and the and yeah, and the T Rex. <laughs> they all meet up at some point and then travel together <laughs> and show up uh, here at this Nazi rally. Yes. And start to just fucking lay waste to everything. Which also was like my favorite scene in this whole movie. Because Triceracop, because like it's just shot. Like just like imagine like all those 80s side scroller, uh, like, you know. Yeah. Um, the uh, beat em up games. Beat em up games. Stuff. Like that's how this fight sequence is taking place. And Tricer- and like, it, like so like everyone kind of gets like a little moment of like them showing kicking ass. And when they cut to Triceracop, it's like he's not like everyone else is like fist fighting because at this point. Well, Hack- Hacker Man has turned into a, robot, a robot. He's got yes. a gun. Yes. And he's shooting people and also like hitting them. Up. Yeah. And then, you know, the the other the other three are, you know, fist fighting, using swords and stuff. Triceracop is just sitting there using his like gun. And is killing people by shooting them in the dick. <laughs> Every one of them. <laughs> like, there like was, there's a guy who covers up his dick, and, and he shoots him in both of his arms so he <laughs> won't cover it, and then he shoots him in the balls. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I want to see how this was scripted. Like, I want to know who was like, okay, wait. <laughs> Shoots them in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the script for this is probably like two pages long. Yeah. There I'm, isn't a whole lot of dialogue. It's not a lot of dialogue. But even even though I'm, I'm – yeah, the script could easily be two pages, it was well thought out. <laughs> a lot of detail went into storyboard and story – you know, like this is what's – you know, like I felt like – I felt like nothing was there on accident. Everything served a purpose. Yeah, it was, you know? it was pretty deliberate. Yeah. Uh, so they end up defeating Hitler, who, like, Thor tries to smash him with his hammer, but his giant golden eagle that you thought was like a set piece mm. comes to life and protects him. Oh, my God. There's, like, a point where this giant golden eagle is fighting with the T-Rex, and they're slap fighting. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just amazed that like this 30 minute movie had better special effects, better production value than Birdemic. Like, yeah, man, <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that, but yes. <laughs> and Birdemic was made, I think, the year uh, they did their Kickstarter campaign. Really? Yeah. I no. Think Birdemic was like a 2011 no. movie, wasn't it? 2011, I, 2012. Uh, I thought that was the second one. Man, Birdemic. I don't know. Oh wait, Birdemic. Here we go. Is uh, Birdemic the first one? Come on, Google was released in two thousand eight. Oh, okay. So it precedes it quite a bit. Yeah, by, yeah, by quite a bit. Is now I now uh, Birdemic two? That might have been uh, that might have been right around this time. Yeah. Is yeah, Birdemic two was uh, two thousand thirteen. Okay. At least that was the release date for it. All right. So uh, so and I never saw Birdemic two. Is uh, <laughs> I haven't either. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we should watch that. I, uh, you guys have fun. Like I have, the only reason why I watched the first Bird Demic was because someone was like, "Hey man, Rift Tracks got this really, you know, and this really bad movie." I was like, "Oh my god, yes. Rift Tracks does an amazing job with it." Yeah, uh, they they do really good. This um, I don't know what to do with this movie that we watched. I, I don't know where to put it. Like, I had a great time watching it. I it did was too. So fun. Do I? Do we classify it as a is it a bad movie? Cuz cuz it's kind of horrible. <laughs> yeah, but, there are a but when it's deliberate. Right, but that's what's I mean because it's like it's I think it was deliberately bad. I mean, the guy I I was reading up on it and the way he shot this is the majority of this is like uh the uh the writer, director, producer, star he used to uh, before he did this movie. He was a, dir- uh, a director for music videos and co- uh, TV commercials in Sweden. Uh-huh. So he so because of that, he had a little studio in his office, and that's where 
all of this film is shot except okay. for uh, the one scene where uh, Hitler steals the guy's cell phone <laughs> because that's at like a, a port. And so like that's actual location, but all the rest is shot on green screen at this dude's office. Okay. Which I thought was amazing. And uh, so it's like, you could, so it's like, okay, I, bl- I think that's why he went with the like the feel of like you're supposed to be watching this on VHS okay. to help blend that green screen and like not have it stand out as much. But I mean, but yeah, it's because it's like it, it it's not a movie that is so bad that it's good because like you said, it is deliberate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like so. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know where <laughs> to put it either. Is because yeah, I mean, yeah, like some of the dialogues, like okay, this joke missed, this joke, you know, but like there are still a lot of great ones that hit and were were good. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, like I don't think I instead of rating it as good or bad, I would be like it's like a B plus, <laughs> A minus. I feel like that it, it it definitely falls in line if you went and saw the Deadpool movie and you really enjoyed the Deadpool movie. This falls very much in line with yeah, that. Like, yeah. you would like this a lot. Yes, yes, you it's would. It's a lot of the same kind of, you know, gratuitous violence, language, ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's there. And, and it's the perfect kind of thing. For 30 minutes, they sh- they shove so much into it, mm-hmm. and and it works. You know, like I, like I said before, when I turned to Sarah, I was like, man, there's no way they can keep this up for an no, hour and, and a half. And, and 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 that's what I'm saying is, like, is that's what I think the 30-minute runtime played to its strength because it's like the movie would have lost some of its comedy element and, you know, that momentum if, like, it was longer and then, like, they did, like, stop down in certain scenes and, like, try to explain things, you know, is the fact that it's just, like, we just don't have the budget, don't have time, right. we just got to go. I th- it's it's I've, absolutely... It's an action movie without any exposition. Yeah. <laughs> There's no exposition... And it, they they end it on a cliffhanger, <laughs> so maybe we're supposed to expect a Kung Fury too. Yeah, because Dude, there's David fucking Hasselhoff is in this. Yes, yes, because because <laughs> uh, when uh, when uh, our hero returns to uh, present time, is he is he he's flying into his car again, and this time you actually see the interior of the car, and you realize like the car is the Hoff nine thousand. <laughs> And so, and there's a little picture of David Hasselhoff, like Kit, like on the inside of Kit yes. from Knight Rider. And there's there's this uh, 2010 um, uh, homage that's going on in this movie where he's like, "Open the doors, Hoff. I'm afraid I can't do, do that. that, Fury. Open the doors. I'm afraid I can't do that. That's the whole. I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. Yeah. Uh, and David Hasselhoff. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's totally David Hasselhoff who not only voices the car. Sings the final credit song. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I am not well versed with his singing career, so I did not recognize the voice. I, well, I didn't recognize it. Me and Sarah were watching the, the or Sarah and I were watching the credits, and uh, they went through the song listing, and it was the song that was like all about you know finding it and make. I can't remember what the hell it was, but it was like performed by David Hasselhoff. Oh my god! Amazing. That yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, I just wonder if. David Hasselhoff like was approached by this and he was just like, Oh fuck it. I'm doing this for free. Yeah. You know, because like he, his, I mean like to record what he did for this movie would maybe take like an hour, like maybe two at Uh tops, but like there was no way this was even like took up half of his day. Right. You know, cause it's, cause it is just like, I think that the whole scene with him is just, they could have just looped. I'm afraid I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, Hey, don't hassle the Hoff. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I believe those are his only lines is I'm afraid I can't do that. And then don't hassle the Hoff. And then he convinces him to open the door. So amazing. So amazing. And then, you know, we see what happened at the beginning again where Kung Fury kills the arcade machine mm. and then realizes like all the little things that they kind of pepper it throughout this movie where you see like, oh, that arcade machine was a creation of Hitler. Yeah. I love that because like he kills the arcade machine and the side uh, wrap of like the arcade machine has been peeled back, and there's a swastika, and he's like, "I've seen that symbol before." <laughs> yes. And like then it just does a flash to like all the swat, like all the all the little pieces that yeah. have led up to this. Yes, and that's what leads to the cliffhanger ending. Um, I think that we would both 
I don't want to speak for you, but I'm pretty sure we would both uh, recommend this. Oh yes, absolutely. I mm-hmm. mean, dude, it's all—it's like 30 minutes, man. Yeah. I mean, it's not gonna take—it's not gonna take any time out of your day. Oh yeah. And don't don't have it on in the background. Like, no. Don't turn it on and like just kind of walk around, do this, do that, and then come back because before you know it, it'll be done. And yep. and you might just your reaction might be, well, that must have been horrible because it was only 30 minutes long. Yep. No, just sit down and just pay attention to it. Yes. It's. It's fucking ridiculous. I feel like we need to watch it again because there's so much that I was like laughing over. Yeah, oh no, yeah. That we have to go it's, back it's, and watch. It's it again. like I definitely, I, uh, I definitely had to rewind a couple times because I was laughing so hard. Like I had to watch this at work on my iPad, and like <laughs> I was like, like doubled over laughing. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh wait, wait, I heard, I heard something in my headphones. They were talking. I had to rewind it. You know, I had to do that at least like three, four times. You okay. Know? Did you finish watching it before I texted you and told you it was only a half hour long? No, no, no. Because you texted me last night, and I watched it today. Oh, today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I had, I was like, all right, we're getting, we're starting it now, and we watched it, and then it's, I was like. And it's only a half hour. <laughs> I know, I know. This episode, as of right now, is longer than the movie. Is it seriously? You, you we're at like forty minutes. You could have watched this movie by the time you're by by this time, man. And you should. Okay, so real quick, uh, what did Kung Fury do right? Uh, I think it nailed all the satires that it wanted to get. Is you know is um, I mean just. Yeah, is is the satire, the making fun of the whole '80s action scene, and also, you know, uh, I th- I think uh, not only the '80s action, but also I think I think there were some good little shots at like like kung fu movies yeah, too, you yes. know, that 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 were good. But it's mainly taking shots at '80s actions movies. Is I I did read one review that I thought like, oh yeah, this is this is this is good. Is the reviewer said that it does what this movie does is what. Black Dynamite did for black, for black exploitation movies. Right. It's yep. like it does the same thing for 80s action movies. Yeah. So and I thought that was an accurate review of like, yeah, I yeah. absolutely agree. In fact, I was going to bring up uh, Napoleon Dynamite, Black Dynamite. Uh, but yeah, no, that's it's uh, it not only does it lampoon those action movies, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it kind of peels back the curtain a little bit on life back then you know like right. what the entertainment especially you know and i don't want to i don't want to assign a gender to it mm-hmm. but if you were a kid in the 80s and you had like sleepover parties with your buddies and you watched bad canon films yep that's what we watched and this yep. is this is speaking this is a like a love letter to all of us that used to watch those bad canon movies like the the chuck norris movies and mm-hmm. like american ninja delta and force. delta force exactly and masters of the universe like mm-hmm. this is lampooning that company that made all of those movies they hit the bullseye every single time yep. with this movie uh, what I, if in the interest of picking something that you didn't, uh, what I think that this movie did right, uh, is just the production value of it, of how they put it together that they, uh, they didn't overdo it. Like when we were talking mm. about like the tracking lines and the, they didn't overdo it. Like right. it, they played around with it and they, they were, they used it sparingly. Yes. And like the, the action scenes, the, I feel like maybe Kung Fury's fight at the Nazi compound Ran the risk of maybe running a little too long, mm-hmm. but it didn't. Like there was never a point where I was sick of something that was happening in this movie. Yeah, because because it's just so ADD. Like yeah. it, it jumps from one thing to another, and it's so dynamic. Uh, if I were to compare it to something, it would be like the first Kill Bill, where it feels like so many different styles of movie. Yeah. There's the 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 revenge movie. There's the action movie. Then there's that weird like anime sequence that's like halfway in it. That wow, you know, it kind of keeps you on your toes, and you don't have enough time to get you know complacent with it, right? Because you're like, what the fuck are they going to do next? I thought they did a really good job with that. What did Kung Fury do wrong? See, it's this. I think this is a hard question because is like it's like I don't know like if they did it wrong on purpose or if you know it was legitimate. I I, I guess I would have to say is 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 the writing. Yeah. Is, is you know is like I mean because like I said is there you know is in a com- in any comedy not all the jokes are gonna hit mm-hmm. and when you have a film like this and it's so short the jokes that don't hit kind of stand out a little bit more yeah. because there's not you know it's like okay you know one out of every five jokes misses well in this there's so little time that you can't make up for that one joke not you not hitting right but you know and I, I and like I 
you know, vaguely say that's what was wrong with it. I mean, mm. I mean, like, I, because it was just so fun. Yeah, it's you know? it's super fun. It's what I think that this movie did wrong, uh, and I'm going to kind of touch on what I talked about just a couple minutes ago is that some of the fight stuff, uh, some of the fight sequences run the risk of running a little too long. Yeah, there's there's the part where Kung Fury's fighting all the guys, and then when everybody shows up. And it kind of feels like, all right, everybody's getting their bid. I get it. I get what's going on here. It's going a little long on this. Um, but, I mean, honestly, other than the fact that it is super gory. Yeah. Like, like there's some stuff where I'm like, oh, well, that's unnecessary. Uh, like, when his partner gets chopped in half. And yeah. It, like, I'm haunted by that image of the that back half falling back and the tongue yeah. flying out with it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. And, like, when he rips out the guy's spine. spine. <laughs> yeah. He, he did have a good line for that. It was, like, it was, like, something about, like, the guy's back. Like, <laughs> he, he, like so, I, I don't know. I, f- I forget what it was. But, like, he had a great line of, like, something about his back and then like he's like rips out the guy's spine or something like that <laughs> yeah i can't remember what it was yeah but it made me laugh it, but it was i mean man heads get blown off yeah. in this movie there's there's a lot of violence and then when kung fury gets shot like there's no there are no holes there's no I thought, wounds i didn't really see anything yeah yeah i couldn't really tell is uh is because there's like a quick shot of him before he goes into the animated sequence of showing him on on the gr- line on the ground and i couldn't tell if like those were supposed to be squibs that were on his chest because, yeah. like, there was a, two little dark spots that didn't match the rest of the color of the, of the shirt. And I was like, uh, I, I don't know, though, if, like, that's, like, you know, showing, you know, that that's where he was shot or whatnot. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, is, I, I, I yeah, I would have to say that also. Okay. Yeah. So if we were going to, <laughs> if we we're going to remake Kung Fury, um, how, how would we do that? Oh, uh, I recasted seven P. Oh shit, I forgot a director. I got a director on there. I I think I did seven as well. Okay, alrighty. So, um, should we just name it at once, or uh, let's just go down the list? Let's just okay. go down the list. Okay, I'm gonna start at the bottom. No, is... you're you're my guest. I'll go first. Oh, okay. we'll, we'll end with you. Okay. Um, because I'm sure you did better than I did. <laughs> All right. So first off, I'm gonna go with um, the the role of Triceracop. Uh. <laughs> I did go a little uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine on a couple of these, and Triceracop gonna be played by Terry Crews. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hacker Man. <laughs> Every time Hacker Man was on screen, all I could see was Adam Driver as Matt the Radar Tech from SNL. Oh. <laughs> so I went with Adam Driver for Hacker Man. Okay. Adolf Hitler going back to Brooklyn Nine Nine. Joe Latrulio. Oh, <laughs> he. Would play a great Hitler. <laughs> you never want someone to say that about you, I think. You'd play a great Hitler. Uh, Katana and Barbariana. Uh, I cast Kat Dennings and Lizzie Kaplan. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, I, I just, for no reason at all, just because I think they're very attractive and I wouldn't mind seeing them dressed up like barbarians shooting uh, yeah. bad guys. Thor, played by Jason Manzukis. Oh, that's good. <laughs> And then finally, rounding out the cast with Kung Fury, Will Arnett. Oh. Because all I can hear is that voice. <laughs> That's my bicep. God, that is good. Yeah. That is good. All of this directed by uh, 12 Monkeys' Terry Gilliam. Oh, wow. Wow. Is, uh, okay, so I went with, uh, I'm going to say these two at the same time because they're, they're a pair, is uh, the role of Katana and Barbarana is uh, Katana, played by Rene O'Connor. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. So guess who's playing Barbara? Oh, no. Is it going to be Xena? Yep. Holy shit. Lucy Lawless. Uh, Triceracop, uh, Triceracop, I'm replacing uh, with a T-Rex, <laughs> and it's going to be voiced by uh, Jim Rash. Uh, you best know him yes. as the principal in Community yeah. or the dean. Thor, just because of like how, like I don't just like I don't know why, but I just thought, like, James Franco might be good in this. Oh role. my god. <laughs> James Franco might be a good Thor in this. You That's know, kind of going off of like how he was in the interview, just uh-huh. like that style, you know. So, uh <laughs> Thor. And then for me, whenever I saw Hacker Man, one face kept coming to mind. Yeah. And that's a young uh, Spike Jones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I just kept seeing him from Three Kings, mm-hmm. you know, just with a mullet. Uh Hitler, I'm going with uh Will Forte. Oh, another will. <laughs> yes. Uh, That's a good one. And then uh, our hero, uh, Kung Fury. This one was hard, and uh, I just 
decided on uh, Andy Samberg. I thought like he could do that I, role. I almost went with Andy Samberg. Yeah, for Kung Fury. Yeah, yeah. is is I is uh, I just I couldn't think of like I was like who could do this, and I was just like yeah, I think Samberg could pull it. There off. are seriously like there are very few people that could pull something like this off. Yeah, like, you've got to have a special kind of delivery. And an understanding of what it is that you're lampooning and to be able to show it enough respect without being yeah. too tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, and I think I'm going to have this directed by Jim Rash as well. That's good. That's good. You know, is... Uh, He's, yeah. man, good. some good filmmakers. Him and, uh, what's his name? His uh, his writing partner, they did The Descendants. Yeah, they got... And then they did The Way, Way Back. Dude, he's an Oscar winner. Yes, he is. is. Like, not for directing, for writing. Writing. Yep. You know, is it was some George Clooney movie. The Descendants. Oh, okay, was that it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, if you've got any thoughts about Kung Fury, if you watch this movie, uh, if you have any ideas for recasting, if, if you haven't watched it, what it, it, it's on Netflix. It's thirty fucking minutes, Unless guys. Unless you don't like gore, you like gore language. If you don't like language, you should yeah. be listening to this podcast. Uh, I don't think, and I don't think this movie uh, got rated. Is uh, I I uh, I don't remember seeing a rating on there, and the, it's sitting uh, at like eight point two on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh no! I'm talking like an R. No, no, no! I was just going off of that. Yeah, no, I, I, guys, it's R. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go with R. Yeah. It's it is an R NC seventy. It's gory. It's gory. Yes. A lot of language. But holy shit, is this movie fun? Yes. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Uh, if you have any ideas for other movies that you'd like us to talk about uh, in the future, you could always talk back to us. On our Facebook page, in the search bar, put in the editing bay. Find the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us, and that is how you talk back to us. Uh, you can also catch us on our website at editingbay.com, where we've got, I think, pictures from the live show we did like two years ago at this point. Uh, you can also uh, check out our archive of all of our episodes, because... For some reason, iTunes only puts up our latest I, 100 episodes. I've looked into it. I don't know what it is. Is I've, I mean... I, I I I don't know. It's why. crazy. I don't know. I mean, but, there's some podcasts you can get all the way back to their through the right, first episode. I, Us, I, we can't. I, I I don't know why is uh is I'll have to reach out to our uh, host our, our RSS host that's hosting all the stuff. Yeah, but, but yeah. it's okay. You know, you can go to our website at uh, nextwave-radio.com or you know we're linked through it on editingbay.com and you can check out all of yeah, the episodes. Yeah, because you done. you can uh you can with all of our shows. You can uh, download uh, download like just the MP3 file mm -hmm. of it from the website. There so, you go. So you can do that. Um, okay, we've also uh, got our Twitter presence. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Joel usually updates that one. I, I don't. I mean, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Next Wave Joe, and you can watch me troll wrestlers and stuff. <laughs> and every once in a while, do, I'll freak out because like Carrie Fisher liked something that I tweeted. Do you still do the uh, WWE HR Facebook? Feed? I haven't done it in a long time. Because because here's the thing is like you know is through doing the network you know become friends with Danny and Matt and from there going to wrestling parties become think, friends with I other think people. Danny's upset with me. Oh well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but my my point is Facebook keeps suggesting the your WWE HR page holy crap me. and like at first I was like okay like I was like man this sounds familiar maybe they were talking about it <laughs> and then I started reading I was like no wait a minute that's Joe <laughs> and so like I think because I've become friends with all of them and like they're they're always that's posting so about funny. it yeah but like I was like, I, know. I haven't updated that in like probably a year now. I know, at this point. but and I was like, I know he ain't paying to promote this page. No, like, that's crazy. <laughs> that's and too funny, you guys. I used to do a. Uh, I I mean, I still I still own it. I just haven't done anything with it. Was the uh, WWE HR department, and I would do like notes from this fictional character named <laughs> Iris Sisselman, who was the HR director for WWE, and he would just like send out memos. Basically, I would I would write up memos for the WWE HR department. Um, so I guess if you want to check that out on <laughs> Facebook, you can. Um, where was I? Oh, oh. Uh, we're on Twitter. Check out uh, at the editing bay. That is uh, that is our Twitter account that Joel usually updates. And uh, and yeah. So if you get us on your Apple device, go ahead and go to that podcasting app and uh, and search for us at the editing bay. Just look up the editing bay there, or, or Next Wave Radio. And if you do Next Wave Radio, that'll bring up all of our shows. I'm so like. Out of sorts. When Joel isn't here, I have no idea how we do this. Uh, so, so and I can't it, help because I can't remember which one is the <laughs> editing bay and which one is just. Editing oh, I remember bay. those. I okay. remember those. That's just, that's fine. It's just that I don't remember. Okay, what do I talk about next? Because uh, our closing is like twenty minutes in itself. <laughs> 
go to your podcasting app, put in Next Wave Radio. That's going to bring up all of our Next Wave shows. Find the editing bay, uh, tap on that, and leave us a five-star rating and review. We would really appreciate that. Uh, and then when you're done with that, go to our other Next Wave Radio shows. We've got MVP, My Comic, or not My Comic Life, mm-hmm. Most Valuable Podcast, Two shows that start with M, God damn it! Uh, most valuable podcast with Matthew and Danny. They talk about sports and sports entertainment. Like I was, like I said, I think Danny's upset with me. I, I, I don't know. I, I invited him to come on this weekend. I was like, hey, are you busy this weekend? Because we could talk about, you know, we could have your like your rebuttal. That would be fun. Your rebuttal with like Gambit. We could talk about that. And he was like, you know, no, nah, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be binging Daredevil season two with the with the I misses. Think- and then we got plans for later to or later in the evening. He's like, besides, it's been done. It would just kind of be. Uh, I was like, oh, I don't know. I thought he had a match tonight. I thought that's. Oh, I, what, I thought I thought tonight he was doing like. Uh, is it called a Royal Rumble? Even if it's out of WWE, it's a Battle Royal. Okay, I think yeah. I think he was doing that this weekend. Oh, that'd be cool. That's I'm, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. Good though. luck. Good luck, Danny Saint. And I, I, hope, I hope he posted a picture of him with a belt. Oh, that's cool. So, but I've I got a belt on right now. <laughs> <laughs> His is a little bit more blinked out. I know, out. right? Uh, I just I just hope he's not upset. I, li- I, I like those boys. I no, like I Danny I, Danny the Saint and, and Matthew Fisher. Yeah, I'm, Don't I'm, be I'm, mad at me because I don't like him. <laughs> uh, all right, so we've also got my comic life with Jeff and Sam. What are you guys talking about this week? Uh, we got some news about um, the new Indiana Jones movie that's being made, and... Uh, like I haven't read the entire story yet, but from the Isn't headline, it the same the same writer as Crystal Skull. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. Tease. Oh <laughs> damn it! I'm sorry. But yes, yes, is uh, the Crystal Skull writer Ugh. is now on board to uh, write the new indie film. But I think Spielberg is going to be taking a little bit more interest in this one than he did with the Crystal Skull. Here's what I'm hoping. That, yeah, bring this person in, let them write the script, and then kick them out the door. Yep. And then bring in your script doctors and then doctor it up. Yes. I don't see them making this a bad movie. You know, I they think. They can't. They can't. And and I'm willing to give it, a, I'm, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot just because, one, we only had to sit through one really bad return to the Indiana Jones franchise. Right. Star Wars, we had fucking three bad movies. So yeah, I, I think this could be fun. I think it just depends on how they do it. I swear to God, though, if they cast Adam Driver as like Indy's another Indiana Jones long lost son, I'm out. I'm out. I don't want to no, see Harrison Ford they, die again. They they can't. They they can't because <laughs> they're not going to kill him. Is that what you're well, saying? They well, can't they, kill they, him I mean, because it's like if you're going to if you're going to set up this fifth film as another handoff to someone else to take up the role of of Indy, it's like. Okay, well then you're gonna have to have the same certain same elements that Crystal Skull had because that was the whole fucking purpose was to try to of, of Shiloh Bluth's uh, role in that film was to pass the torch to him. Yeah, and I believe it had, I, because I know him and Spielberg like Spielberg was like he's my new boy. Yeah, and then out of nowhere he was Spielberg was like no. dropped. Yeah, and so like I believe you did all those fucking bad Michael Bay movies, but they were yours. They were produced by you. Yeah, you know, well, I, that's why I said I think it's something behind the scenes. But uh, yeah, but the, the, you can't do that. Is like, I mean, I, I don't I don't know exactly what they're gonna do with this film. I'm I'm scared. <laughs> like. I, I I don't know. Yeah. But so I'll, I'll I'll read the article by the time Sam and I record this week. <laughs> okay. So I'll be way more informed. I'm guys. looking forward to that. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, I, hoping that uh, that Joel's back next week, uh, and we'll talk about we small soldiers. We should start a pool. We should start a pool. <laughs> well, here's I feel like remember when the Jimmy Kimmel show first started, and every night at the end of the show, he's like, "Tomorrow night, Matt Damon." Yeah. That's what I feel like Small Soldiers is now. Yeah. <laughs> like tomorrow, ne- next, next week, week, Small Soldiers. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Hoping that we'll we'll be able to record with Joel I next time. You, small that's the one with Phil Hartman, right? Yeah. I remember watching that, that movie. That movie's so fun. I remember I watching I it show a, my hand too a early. lot as a kid. Yeah. Like who, David Cross was in it. David Cross, Dennis, Dennis Leary. Leary, Jay Moore. Yeah, and uh, then and uh, that Tommy Lee Jones is the voice of one of the characters. Yeah. Frank Langella. I, I do, the kid's dad. I don't know his the name. Dude, he was the father in Transformers too. Oh, yeah. Well, look I, at that. We're I, in a full I, circle. I know, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, should we come up with like a, a safety movie? Like, if if we don't do Small Soldiers, like a Plan B, right here on the podcast. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, 
I don't know. <laughs> Did I put you on the spot? Something on Netflix. Uh, so one of the maybe one of the options that we had, yeah, like either Left Behind or The Nanny Diaries, or yeah. Zathura, sure, or, or Big Ass Spider. <laughs> what? There's a movie called Big Ass Spider. Oh, is that the one with David Arquette? I think it is. No, 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 no. That's Eight Legged Freaks. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I think this one has the Goot, Steve Gutenberg, <laughs> Lava Lantula. I then I say we either if if Gutenberg is in that. That one, and if not, left behind. Just because, like, I haven't seen a really bad Nicolas Cage movie in a little bit. Okay. All right. So that's what we'll do. Either Left Behind or Big Ass Spider, guys. Or Toy Soldiers. Or Small Soldiers. soldiers. We already did Toy Soldiers, (laughs) goddammit. I know. I know. Uh, All right, guys. We are the Editing Bay. It's been fun. Thank you, Jeff. No problem. Anytime. Catch you next week. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.